action. Fireworks still popping. Ten years from now, what will you, what do you think you're going to be doing? What will you be doing? Where? With who? Why? If you can't imagine that, think of what you'd like to be doing. Unity Web Development. Today's workout and action classes. Oh, yeah, and Chinese class. Teaching me how to use a program I use. <laughs> Wednesday, January 11, 2023. I'm Steven Sierski. Folks, I hope you are doing well wherever the world you are. This uh, podcast is actually listened uh, across the world, not just Chinese-based um, expats. Uh, apparently, a few people around the world uh, take a listen, have a listen in. So hello to you. Shout out to you folks. Uh, thanks for uh, listening. I was actually looking at some of the statistics. Now, this might be a bit of a skew because, uh, and I don't get, don't get on this bandwagon all see. Told you, Steve watches the 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 statistics, the analytics. I don't. I got. I, I, there's two things I check. One that it's published, so people can actually listen to it, and two that it's published. <laughs> That's it. Um, making sure that you know the handful of people that uh, do listen are still listening, and that I haven't offended too many people at once. Uh, now there was a uh, Sweden popped up as a country that um, apparently a lot of people listen there. So I'm not sure if Sweden, Sweden, if you're listening. Uh, shout out to me, uh, just say hi or something. Uh, would like to know how what brought you in, to tell you the truth, uh, from Sweden. Or is it the people who are living overseas that are using some assisted connection devices and that's just the one that they're using in an effort to, uh, not trick me, but to <laughs> certainly uh, maybe um, pull the wool over some other people's uh, fences, Right. All right, folks, let's move on. Uh, so it is middle of the uh, week. Happy hump day to all you. Um, if you have a typical five-day week, if you have a six-day week or a seven-day week or a never-ending week like we do here in China, uh, at least for uh, my language consultation work, uh, which basically means that it's the same job every day, all the day, uh, every day of the week, every day of the, every month of the year, every year of the the year. <laughs> I don't know how to keep on going with that one. Uh, but um, so we uh, it is Wednesday already. And uh, there's actually, I thought this was only every now and then that they run this class, but uh, they run it apparently once a week. And I've been thinking about doing this for a while. I think I might have mentioned this before. There's action classes, being a stunt double. They they, they teach you how to do stunt work within the f- uh, film or the movie framework, but it's taught by a guy who's like proper martial artist. Like actually, he has a team that are all proper martial artists and stuff like that. Um, I've, I've been following these guys for a long time. Uh, I actually meant to get him on the podcast a while ago. I kind of neglected to follow up on that, so shame on me for that one. Uh, but uh, hopefully that will happen as well. But these these classes, I mean, I've been thinking about it. It's just I my I don't get my schedule. I have to book. I have to pre-book my schedule. I have to tell people, uh, you know, HR when I'm available, and, but they don't send the schedule until a Thursday, like the like three days before that week starts, sort of thing, right? So it's kind of a uh, a bit of a mafanla, a bit troublesome to tell you the truth in terms of planning, because although I've booked that time for work, I might not actually get allocated anything, right? So I could, you know, if I say, yeah, I can work Wednesday, no problem, I can be, I'll be there, no problem, but then. The week before, they tell me, "Oh, well, you're not working Wednesday, so you can have the day off." It's like it's not a day off; it's a, it's an. Uh, <laughs> basically, you're on backup. They can call you and they they can tell you, uh, "Well, we need you." Uh, at that point, I, I I'm pretty much prone to say, "Now that I work from home, <laughs> it's kind of 
almost mistaken that I always say, sure. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, I was just going to sit down and have my coffee. But I could do a couple of, uh, you know, yik yaks. Why not? Uh, but um, back in the days when we used to travel, if they called me on a backup day, I'd be like, ah, no. <laughs> Click. I wouldn't be that uh, straightforward, but uh, I, usually I just wouldn't answer the phone because that's uh, how it worked. And typically, if you answered the phone, then they would sort of get into that that voice like, but dude, you know, man, oof, we could uh, really use your help. I mean, it'd be really appreciated. First of all, I don't think so. I just genuinely, I don't think so in this type of job that just runs all the time. Being appreciative, uh, like I understand they, they'd appreciate not having to make another phone call and keep on chasing the list that they have of people to call. Uh, but at the same time, I'm sitting there going, you know, that word, we would appreciate it. We, who's we? <laughs> like, I, sure, I see the business emails. And now you might be wondering, like, Steve, why are you slagging work like that? And I go, because this is one thing that uh, is very, um, like, I'm aware of this when I ask other people to do things. Uh, and this is one of the reasons that actually pushes me to do a lot of things on my own because I don't want to trouble other people. But when I ask someone to do something, it's kind of like, not that I I, I, I sort of expect that they know what they're, they're doing and that they can figure it out, sort of thing, like that they have the the wherewithal, the idea, the willingness, the desire to actually do what's needed, to, to figure it out. To, if they don't know an answer, they don't have to ask me. You know, Google, I mean, Google is your your uh, associate producer for everything, right? Um, you don't have to, yeah, there are certain things that need to be in a, done a certain way, but usually, you know, the boss or whoever it is provides an example of how these things should be done. Uh, and, you know, if you can't get what the boss wants, then you go figure out how to get what the boss wants. And then you send the product or the final uh, version to the boss and the boss says yes or no. And he says, well, this is not what I meant or whatever. Or these are the fixes and stuff like that. So that's sort of where like, I, I see this. When I'm criticizing, I am learning and being very aware of my own sort of uh, demands, not only on like other people, but on myself. Like, I, I guess this is part of, um, part of the problem, actually, why I'm so backlogged in terms of all my production is because I am doing a lot on my own. But at the same time, it's not that I'm doing a lot on my own all the time, it's that I'm still figuring out a lot of this stuff. I'm There are so many projects being juggled all the time. Like it is a creative nightmare sometimes. No, it's not a nightmare. It's a, a creative kerfuffle, kerfuffle, Kerf not a kerfuffle. It's a, it's a, a not a shit show either. Cause it's not, it's not like it's completely disorganized. It's all organized. But every component is organized and it needs to be dealt with in a certain way. That's it. And it's just, it really comes down to time, thinking about it, and then internet connections. <laughs> I can't count the number of times that the internet connection has stopped me from doing exactly what I wanted to get done. So, uh, But now that this has sort of been fixed this year, I've switched service providers and it's been a lot better. So, yeah, let me tell you, fantastic work so far. Anyway, um, so these action classes, I did digress. Wouldn't mind getting uh, getting involved with them. Going forward, um, would absolutely... <laughs> that was a long digression. <laughs> it did start off with action classes. It went on to emails and work allocations and stuff like that. <laughs> like, 
Oh, goodness. Uh, again, Stephen, are you aware how much you digress? Sometimes. I'm happier when I remember to go back to the topic I was talking about, such as this, with the action classes. Uh, and they, this guy's based, he's from Australia, um, but he's been uh, in Beijing and in China for a long time. He teaches this stuff, and apparently they, they run this class every Wednesday. I didn't know that. I thought, thought it was like a one-off every now and then. Well, if I know that, it's going to be on Wednesdays. I can pre-book this. This is my whole point. This is where I was leading with this, is that I can, in a month's time, I can, you know, take off or uh, make arrangements that I don't have to be at work on a Wednesday. And I can go to this thing. It'd be kind of neat. I mean, 150 quai for a group class. Um, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go learn how to fall, take a punch, punch, do some flips. Uh, I, I kind of have it in my mind that... Um, I wouldn't mind learning how to do a backflip, but uh, I'm not the most flexible person anymore. It's been a few years. Uh, I never really did gymnastics, um, but I was flexible in my early 20s. Learning how to do a backflip, is it possible at this age? Do I want to do it at this age? Because of any injury, any fallout from that would put me behind, and uh, I don't know if I'd be willing to, to, uh, to deal with that. Anyway, action classes, we'll think about it. Moving on, 10 years from now, what do you think you'll be doing? What will you be doing? Where will you be doing it? With who? Why? Where? How? All the good questions, your 10-year plan, what is it? And this comes up because uh, on one of the latest Joe Rogan podcasts, uh, Joe Rogan podcast clips that I've watched on YouTube for free because I don't I don't have a Spotify. I do have a Spotify account. I don't pay for it, though. Um, the uh, This guy is talking about you know, China has a decade left, 10 years left. Uh, and their system is not like the United States. Same with Russia, not like the United States at all. And it's one of these sort of perfect storms that the, that the, the powers that be, and not, not, that they, not that they have so much power, but they have the research power, the research strength, the ability to call on certain authorities within a field and ask them point blank, What's the deal? In five to ten years, what are we looking at? And those people who are specialists in every single question, so that they would ask a specialist for every question that they have, and every answer might produce another two or three questions, and they would call specialists for those answers. Five years, what's the demographics? Oh, okay, well, uh, what do you, you know, it depends. That's a favorite, this is the things that commoners will say, well, it depends on how you look. It, fuck off, not depends. What's the demographics? Give me the fucking, give me the numbers. Run the numbers. Let's see what they have. Okay, so 20-year-olds are going to be this. 16-year-olds are going to be this. 47-year-olds are going to be this. Men are going to be this. Women are going to be this. Children, this. You know, they have those people who talk in those numbers. This decade, 2020 to 2030, I've talked about this before, about being uh, a decade of massive sort of uh, geopolitical change. I've talked about geopolitical futures before. Uh, and this guy who was on, he's a geopol uh, geopolitical analyst. Uh, not sure who he's with, but uh, not with geopolitical futures. I didn't recognize the name. But uh, the guy, George Friedman, also talks about this, who runs geopolitical futures. And he says, like, the, this next decade is going to be a complete shit show when it comes to, uh, like, everything. Like, we're going to see massive upheavals uh, because of demographics, uh, demographic shifts uh, in, in uh, the developed world, uh, the demographic shifts that are going to influence what people are going to buy which then uh, affects what developing countries produce 
and which affect what developing countries buy in turn. So a lot of commodities, exports, products, services. I mean, I'm looking at it going, WTF, how do I navigate this? This is what the question is uh, 10 years from now. And you've heard me talk about... um, like right now, I'm in the process of setting up this language vlog uh, on on YouTube and other sites. Like I, I plan on having a website as well, and even app application development. I'm not going to lie, like games development and stuff like that. I've, there's a bit of a roadmap I have, uh, a career progression, if you will. Not not a career, but a, a progression to this idea that I have for this language vlog. That it's not so much as much as it is a record of my language abilities. It's also an experiment. I want to see how it works out. Because if I didn't do it, I'd regret it. In five years, in ten years, I'd be sitting there. I'd be that guy sitting at the bar. Going, oh, you know, I, I, I had the idea to do it, but I just never did. You know, some, some young kid, some 35-year-old, some 20, 25-year-olds wouldn't ask. 35-year-olds would be like, why didn't you do it? And I'd be like, well, you know, it's just... And then the list of excuses would begin. Right, it would just be well, you know, uh, I was living in China at the time, you know, and this and the money was tight. Money's always going to be tight. You could be living anywhere in the world. Uh, I say that from yes, a position that's very comfortable. Um, even then, Canada, United States have a lot of immigrants, so that argument is very tenuous at best. Uh, being that you can move, right? It's it's oh, it's not easy, not easy. So ten years. Where is it going? Where are you going to be? What are you going to be doing? Well, as it so happens, I'm looking. This this podcast uh, was aired, and he was talking about demographics and you know uh, consumption trends and what people are going to be buying, how to best navigate this. Uh, and Joe Rogan tries to be a little bit intuitive and sort of are intelligent and ask some pointed questions about where where to go. And all I got from it was basically like, "Oh shit, do you have to start planning?" now like not just planning you gotta start deploying and i might be wrong i i kind of hope that i am wrong and that i can be a wage earner for the next 10 years actually i'm not no i wouldn't even want that to tell you the truth but if i have to be a wage earner it's going to be because the wages are there right if i can't be a wage earner what else am i going to do well how much how much money does this podcast bring in (laughs) um not it doesn't uh, but that's all. Let's be let's be fair. It's not costing me very much. I'm using connections and devices that I would have anyway. It's just time. It's just time. It's 20, 25 minutes to record, ten minutes to publish. That's it. You know. So it's not like it's a huge expenditure of of my, my of my resources. And this is what gets me when I hear people have ideas. I'm like, oh, why aren't you doing something? You just gotta, you gotta publish. You gotta go. You gotta, you gotta publish more than you gotta. I don't want to say consume because you do have to, you know, feed the idea machine. If you have the thoughts, great. You're not going to create thoughts in a in a vacuum. It's not going to happen. I've tried. It doesn't work. <laughs> uh, I've tried that with my drumming years ago, and it kind of you, you burn out after a while. You just the fuse goes out. You need other input. Right, and so ten years. One of the ideas, I'm going well. This guy's talking about how products and services, commodities, inflation. He didn't say inflation. He talked about products, products, commodities, uh, services, developing countries, developed countries, and he talks about how there's not going to be enough young people to produce to have to consume the stuff that 
is needed to keep an economy afloat. There's gonna there's not gonna be enough 40 and 50 year olds or 50 and 60 year olds making contributions to pensions that would support the elderly, the 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 amounts that are due. This is, I mean, I've heard this doomsday scenario for a long time. If you if you follow the stock market, this this has been a, this is a favorite topic. Every now and then it, it pops up. Well, we're all, the world is going to end. The U.S. dollar is going to end. The American economy is going to end. The conclusion of this video with on Joe Rogan was basically, uh, no, the U.S. is probably the best positioned uh, country in the world to basically navigate the next 10 years because the system can withstand it. It's built that way. It's, it's built to withstand civil wars, <laughs> built to withstand economic fluctuations because it allows so much in. It, ex it produces so much that the rest of the world looks at it and go, wow, that, that's kind of neat. And it is neat. I mean, they got Tesla, the SpaceX guy, Elon Musk buying a private company, a massive private company that everybody uses, and he's launching rockets, like literal rockets. And if you look on the street, how many cars can you see that that guy had a hand in designing and developing? Now, you go ahead, criticize him. Good, I got you. Right. He didn't make the actual car, blah, blah, blah. He got government funding to, to pay for everything. I hear you. I hear you. His name is associated with it. He did it. He assembled the people to make that happen. He assembled the team. So 10 years. It, not to mention his work with PayPal, but uh, all of which you kind of go, he knows how to make PayPal again. He's got Twitter. He's got cars. He's got space. I mean, th I'll, I'll, this might be a one-off. I suspect within the next 10 years, I mean, this, and this is a, a bigger long shot sort of thing, there are going to be more people like him. There are going to be more people with their own social media platforms, car companies, rocket ships, satellites, networks, you name it. That is the next big hard-to-do thing that even if you started today, you might not succeed in 10 years. But let me uh, bring it down to a little bit more what can you do today. So I was looking, um, I've talked about uh, what, I, what this language vlog and stuff like that in terms of game development, deployment, uh, and I've talked about building apps before and how I've had some, I tried to learn Python a couple of years ago, and I just can't, I can't stand it. I can't, I don't have the patience to sit down with the code. I don't mind looking at it, but it's typing it out and making sure that I'm like, I just don't feel comfortable. How do you, how do you write a for loop? I don't know. I don't want to know. And I kind of figure, why should I know if there are other, like I could copy paste from other things. Like I where I get, where the, the idea is that I'm comfortable looking at it. I'm okay with looking at it, seeing, yes, that's what I need. Let's try that. Boom. Rather than from scratch, having to figure out how to write a for loop every single time. Does, is that clear? I don't, I will not walk into a room and have a bunch of people, computer know-it-alls and, and company owners who are like, well, write me a for loop. I don't know. Give me a Google. <laughs> Can I check on my phone first? What language do you want? Uh, how to write a for loop in language, please? Python. Okay, boom. Copy, paste. You don't need it. You don't need to reinvent the wheel every single time. I understand some of the like the computer engineers that are creating all the cool shit that I use every day uh, and take for granted. I mean, those are the guys who are writing, well, for loop. Well, here, I'll start in, in Fortran. <laughs> I'll start in basic and uh, tell me what language you want. I'll get to it eventually. Okay, gotcha. I like that. I appreciate it. I admire it. I'm just not built that way, uh, at least not yet. I don't think I can do it. 
So the idea being that I would start developing games. And I talked about Unity Engine, this game engine uh, that you can do uh, 3D uh, graphics, animation, um, game development. I'm looking at this. There's apparently there's a, there's a couple of things they now have. I didn't realize this because this was, they released this in 2021. They have a, a visual scripting a component now. I think I was trying to use Unity back in 2020 or 2021. It was one of those years where I was kind of going, this is kind of neat. <laughs> Let's try this. Why? Did, how did I miss this? This must have been just after I, I looked at it. You can now build games using drop, uh, drag and drop components within the program. And they give you, and not only that, <laughs> you have stock games, characters, elements, everything that you can just drag and drop into the the thing and it works you're going what <laughs> that that's all i need to do is drag and drop i need to download the template which so basically the game runs already and then customize it as i want now you do have to understand your way around the system, they're uh, on the screen, maybe some shortcuts, I don't know, it's not like, it looks like After Effects in, in terms of its intimidation, like the uh, the layout of the uh, the program, uh, and how things can be hidden, but I, I don't think it's as hidden as After Effects, because After Effects loves just being like that sort of esoteric circle of like, well, you, you, you don't know the shortcut to this, it's the F button, and if you press Control F or Command F, this is what you get. And you're like, how many different versions are with com- Control Option Shift F with the left arrow key? It gets you this. And you're like, really? Where's that? Where's that rubber keyboard that I can put on top of my keyboard with all the little shortcuts? The important ones, not the ones that no one actually uses from from 1987 or whatever it was. Uh, but uh, so I'm looking at this WebGL um, for um, Unity. I'm going, wow, this 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 is phenomenal. WebGL, uh, Unity uh, Visual Scripting with Bolt. Um, this is something, and I, I was, so I'm thinking about upgrading systems as well. I'm going, well, can I just use my system right now? Can I uh, install this on an external SSD? Apparently, you can. Shit, again, it's not. It's not even skills, it's not talent, it's not resources, it's literally the time and the effort that you got to put in to learn this stuff. So 10 years from now, can I have my own games? <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? 10 years from now. I mean, I look at myself now, and I, I kind of think of my dad uh, when he was in his 40s, and uh, like the shit show that was going on in his life, he had five kids to feed. <laughs> I mean, one job, wife who was working at home, not working at, well, I mean, she was a housewife basically. Um, and just one of these things, you're kind of going, that that man worked so much, he did taxes, he had a job, uh, day job, he had other, other sort of a lot of other things that he assembled together. And I go, this is, if if I'm not that then this gaming, the video, the media and entertainment is at least one component of what I do. And it's going to be supported by the, the knowledge of the other, the financial stuff and everything as well. So oh, 10 years. Do you think you can build an app in 10 years that's modern? <laughs> do you think you can build an app in six months? Isn't that a challenge? How was today's workout? Um, decent enough. Um, yeah, I haven't talked about Chinese class either. I've been going on about that. Well, I'll talk about Chinese class 
tomorrow because that because um, I also have Chinese class again tomorrow as well. Uh, I have res- I haven't rescheduled with the the Chinese teacher from yesterday just yet, uh, but that will um, that will come up uh, later on. Fireworks are still going, uh, so despite the uh, the ban on the fireworks, they're still popping outside. Uh, and yeah, the t- today's workout was a little bit of a a slow day. I uh, went for uh, a three mile run, five k at lunch. Uh, did some one arm push ups that I've been trying to work on for the last little while. Um, having some trouble with the right shoulder, but um, can rehab that and try to make that a little bit better. And then after work, put in another hours. Uh, one thing I discovered today actually is that I can get my heart rate up by running up the stairs, walk, like, and then jogging back down, running up the stairs, and just doing that like for ten minutes. That's a great way. I mean, if you have the if you have a clean stairwell, you don't need a clean stairwell. It just helps in case you like touch something, yeah, like the wall or the handlebar or whatever. Uh, but um, I was able to get it all done. Got the workouts in. So as much as it was a bit lethargic, it, mostly it wasn't lethargy. It was like, do I have to go do this again? Like, could I change this today? So I did. That's what I did. I changed things up, uh, and I managed the second workout with six hundred and twenty calories total over one hour. Which is kind of, I want to see that number. I'm not going to lie, because that's what I burn. Um, well, I burn about 400 calories, 500 calories with the uh, the skipping balls workout that I typically do, and I didn't do that today. So, all right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Show notes, tracks, and uh, vids up on my website, stephenstrasky.com. I do have some January tracks that are ready to go. Have to upload those. Uh, but yeah, being pulled in all sorts of directions with all sorts of things, it's fun. I mean, yesterday I was talking about how it's all about me, and yes, I'm still going on with this episode, but I'll tell you, it's fun. I've got an idea for another language vlog video right now. I might just go do that. So even though it's getting late, if I didn't do it, I'd be thinking about it. Think about it. 10 years from now, what do you want to start working on right now so that in 10 years you can enjoy <laughs> enjoy the decade and go, wow, I did that. I could have done so much more. Thanks, folks, for listening. We'll talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.